childhood to travel to film and TV. Jokes, science, even weird news delivered from all of us to all of you. No topic is too small here on your weekly Paul and All. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Paul and All. As always, I'm your host, Paul Casey, and I'm joined today by someone who's been on the show before. I'm very excited to have him back on the show. Go ahead and reintroduce yourself, sir. Hello, everyone. It's me again, your resident English Asian living in America. Um, It's Andrew. I'm back and I'm happy to be here. I feel like that should be your new uh, Twitter bio, the Asian Englishman living in America. (laughs) It's it's a mouthful. But uh, yeah, it would be uh, it would be. Well, I suppose it's not a mouthful if you're just reading it um, off a handle, I guess. I can uh, tie that into something that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, how does how does it go? Uh, difficult for you to say, but easier for for me to type or something. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like yeah, I've yeah. heard that phrase before. <laughs> you have, you've heard it. Yeah, that was kind of that. You know what? Um, that kind of came from you actually, because uh, when I was asking your advice on starting my podcast and. Uh, a lot of the things I was trying to force and trying to um, write down and um, just try and make it as structured as possible because I felt like that would give me the best chance to kind of get it going. Um, but then you, you, you kind of said to me, you were like, no, just just have a basis of structure, but then just kind of let it happen organically. These things will just happen. And, uh, and that, yeah, and I just kind of said that and it just kind of stuck and I've just kind of kept saying it through every show. So I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but it's just kind of one of those, uh, one of those little phrases that I just kind of came up with and yeah, it's just kind of stuck. So, um, and whenever I see people that listen to it, you know, friends and stuff and uh, family from here that are, are nice enough to listen to it, they're always like, you know, it was easy for me to type or you know just uh little things like that and uh yeah so for anybody who doesn't know andrew does a podcast and that's one of the reasons that he's on the show today other than to just catch up and the fact that it's it's been a little while you know uh andrew actually was nice enough to ask me to be on his podcast which i'm incredibly nervous about um but Andrew does a podcast about football, the real football, or as we Americans would call it, soccer. Um, which can I? Okay, before I go any further, and and I know you're not necessarily. I have something to say about the whole spelling or you know typing out behind the ball, whatever. Can you just say soccer in an American accent, please? Soccer. There we go. The it's, yeah. It's always when English people say the hard R instead of ah, yeah. they say R, and it always because that's you know that's an American thing, and and I just I love that. <laughs> yeah, the hard R is a very American thing. We're, we're like water. Yeah. You know, whereas you guys are like water. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's very different, but it's you know, I'm used to it, obviously being married to an American. Uh, haven't managed to kind of. Uh, not beat out of her. That's the wrong turn of phrase nowadays, but, uh, <laughs> just, you know, yeah, just uh, try and change her a little bit, but now she's still using the hard hours. So I think that's going to be set for life. I think. No, I have the feeling with you living here in America, we're, you know, you might start saying certain things more like Americans. Well, I mean, even the other day when we did a, uh, <clears throat> a lost with friends podcast, uh, you caught me, uh, using a hard R for a certain word. I don't know. It was kind of a slip of the tongue, but yeah, it's obviously happening already. So I'm becoming <laughs> an adopted American, but I, I will never, ever call it soccer. You can guarantee that. 
to be fair, and I figure, you know, when we when we do uh, your episode, I mean, I, I think it's it's pretty fair, and you can attest to this. Our friends, the Cornforths, can attest to this, and various other people, and you know, from America and around the world. I tend to say football, referring to soccer association football. And then I say, like, you know, I'll say American football, even when I'm talking with like Americans and and they're just they're strictly talking about American football or anything like that. I will often say, yeah, well, the thing with American football, and they're like, why do you say it like that? I'm like, because it's not real football. Like, it's not. And again, this is something we can, you know, get into a little bit later when we do because we're doing these kind of back to back this show and then. Uh, uh, Andrew's episode, but I want to go back to something you said a moment ago about when you were getting prepared and uh, everything for for your podcast. The, just the the kind of the hook you said you have. You know, it's easier, f- or it's it's difficult for me to say easier for you to type. Um, that's something that, like you said, it just kind of happened organically, and it's just something that you've kind of stuck with. There's at least two things I can think of within the last. Now I've been I've been doing podcasts. This is my third year. I'm, I'm in the middle of well, in the beginning of the third year of doing these podcasts regularly. And there's two things I can think of offhand that within the last six months people have have commented on the way that I do things. And the one is I introduce at least this show, Paul and all. I introduce it by saying. You know, I'm your host, Paul Casey, blah, blah, blah. A few weeks ago, I said, I'm your host, Paul, and whatever. And my guest, it was uh, Mike, the photographer from Hawaii, from the Lost Con event. He goes, you didn't say Paul Casey. He's like, I just feel it has like a nice kind of ring to it. And the other one is uh, whenever I sign off on all the shows, it's Clock Shelves. And it's C-L-O-C-K-S-H-E-L-V-E-S. And I kind of just have like a little like rhythm that I do when I say that. But it's just one of those things. Even Paul Casey, when I was in school, uh, everybody, whether there was another Paul or not, they would always just go, hey, Paul Casey, what are you doing today? And I don't know why, but for some reason, people just feel it has kind of like a nice, like kind of sing-songy rhythm to it. So I feel like in a certain way, for better or worse, I think you found your kind of version of that with your with your hook for your uh, Twitter handle yeah I mean I haven't thought about it uh like that or as put put it as eloquently as that but um but yeah I I mean I guess I I it's funny you say that because whenever I listen to your podcasts it's kind of like you said when you say you know I'm your host Paul Casey it's kind of like ah here we go I'm, I'm settling in for an episode of Paul and all or for loss with friends or I, I kind of know what's coming and that's kind of become synonymous with you. So I think it is important when you're doing a podcast, whether you do it uh, on purpose or whether it just occurs organically. I think it's important to have that level of familiarity so that when a listener does, you know, tune in and, and takes the time out of their day to, to listen to actually what you have to say, which is, you know, when you think about it, a, a remarkable thing, really, that a, a complete stranger would take the time out of their own day to listen to, you know, whether it's an hour, 30 minutes or whatever. Um, so, yeah, so I think to, to, to have that is, uh, is important. And that's, I've said that, uh, I used to say it a lot more in the beginning of doing the podcasts. And unfortunately I've kind of gotten away from it. I feel like every time I hit 
uh, a milestone or some sort of milestone, at least to me, whether it's six months or a year, or if I realize like, oh, it's been X number of episodes, or it was at this time, you know, last year that I was doing this, whatever. And I'll, I'll take the time to say to people, thank you, because I realize there's, and I mean, I, I, I know you have this as well. There's so many other things out there. There's so many other podcasts. There's there's music, you know, people like I listen to podcasts when I'm going to and from work or just, you know, walking around grocery shopping or anything like that. A lot of people listen to music, people listen to audiobooks, like there's all sorts of stuff. I know people who just consume podcasts sometimes instead of traditional television or YouTube like that's their entertainment is podcasts or music or audiobooks or whatever and the fact that like you said they're taking the time out of there even if it's for like you said an hour or a half hour the fact that they're giving up that time to me or to you to listen is just incredible to me like it it makes me feel and not to sound selfish, but it makes me feel good about myself. It makes me feel incredibly nervous because I'm like, oh, crap, people are like listening. And I, I don't you know, I hope I'm delivering the content that will, you know, amuse them or entertain them in some way or make them feel something for, you know, however long I'm asking them to stick with me for that episode. You know, and I also want them to come back, of course, for the for the next time. But it's just it's incredible to me that that people would take the time to listen. I'm I'm a guy who records these in his dining room in Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? Like I'm not like I, I listen to a lot of celebrities podcasts, whether that's YouTubers I like or or professional wrestlers or or things like that. Like I listen there's not many that I listen to that aren't there isn't some sort of like professionalism to them. And so the fact that anybody, whether it's my friends or family or or strangers, would take the time to listen to mine when I'm just a guy, you know, recording these over Skype from my dining room, the fact that people would listen, like that's always amazing to me. Yeah, I mean, it's true. And it's kind of one of the reasons initially why, and I've spoken to to you about this, and I think on a Paul and All episode actually about uh, having the confidence to kind of get it going. And one of the biggest worries was, you know, why would anyone uh, even bother listening purely because, as you said, there are so many podcasts and so many ones in particular on my topic why would anyone bother? And that's kind of, that was a a mental hurdle I had to get over. And, you know, with help from my wife and from uh, good friends like yourself and uh, fellow podcasters. And when I say fellow podcasters, I basically mean you because I don't really know anyone else that does it to the same level. So, um, yeah, you were a great help for me getting it going. But, uh, yeah, that, that initial fear, knowing that there are people out there, uh, who are going to listen to you, is uh it's pretty intimidating and like yourself i mean i don't exactly film in any kind of studio you know i bought myself some i would consider pretty decent equipment you know uh, an affordable price but i just record it in my bedroom uh i've been banished from the living room because autumn doesn't like t- hearing me talk about football so <laughs> i've been i've been put into the bedroom um so yeah it's not it's not glamorous by any means 
but I don't think it is for many people that do podcasts. I don't think uh, we should assume that people are just doing it in, you know, radio studios and stuff because that just simply isn't the case. So, um, yeah, you got to start somewhere uh, where it leads to. You know, I don't know. I did a degree in journalism and I've always loved uh, talking, uh, doing radio kind of uh, stuff. Um, that's what I did my final major project on was a, a radio broadcast so it's something I've always been very passionate about but I've never been the most confident person with it so yeah getting this started was uh, was a pretty big deal well that, and, was, that yeah. was the thing was one of the last times you were on this show was you were saying uh, that you had recorded a pilot I believe it was when you were on this show maybe it was something we talked about in private but I know that you recorded a, a pilot a test episode of yourself and I believe our friend Andy doing uh, a football show and you you didn't like it you weren't happy with it and you ended up deleting the whole thing which I know that I chastised you about because in my opinion you know you shouldn't you shouldn't delete stuff. I'll say it. There are a lot of embarrassing things of mine out there on the internet. And I've talked uh, a few times on, on this show about the fact that it's one of those things where the internet is forever, you know, and, and those things are out there. And would I prefer that they not be out there? Yes, but they are things from when I was younger. And, you know, it's one of those things where I feel like, you know, in a certain way, I can try to use them now to to make light of them, but it can also potentially be used as an example of, of you know, here are some things you shouldn't do because the internet is forever. And it's not negative things, it's just things, you know, that would that are embarrassing in my now that I'm in my, you know, mid to late twenties versus things that I did when I was a teenager or whatever. Um but you you did you know get over to a certain extent you got over the the lack of confidence issue and you you have the podcast now you talk about football and I have to admit I I still I I haven't listened to all the episodes um but I have been listening to them and as someone who isn't necessarily a not just a a non-football fan I'm I'm not I'm I'm not really into sports in general I've, I was never a sports guy um but i absolutely love and this is something um our friend jake even appreciates in people and um it kind of got me to by being friends with him it kind of got me to realize that i feel the same way when you see or hear someone who's so passionate about something even if it's something you aren't necessarily interested in you can see that spark or hear that spark in them and it it gets you fired up about something that it may not even be what they're talking about, but you may be able to take that and use it in your life. For example, I like the the director, Kevin Smith, and he loves hockey. I'm not necessarily a big hockey fan, but he took a lot of things that Wayne Gretzky said and held as, as personal um, kind of uh, mantras in his life, and he applied them to filmmaking. You know, don't necessarily do what everyone else don't for for Wayne Gretzky for for hockey. It was, you know, don't chase, you know, uh, figure out where the puck is going. And he applied that Kevin Smith applied that to filmmaking, you know, in like what, you know, I don't want to do what everyone else is doing. I want to make my own thing. I want to I want to blaze my own trail, if you will. 
And I know that um, listening to you and your podcast, I, I, I mean, it's, it's a lot shorter than, than the Paul and all episodes, which I, you know, on one hand I like because again, being someone who isn't necessarily as familiar with football, um, I, I don't necessarily understand everything you're talking about, but I've noticed there's always at, at some point, there's always this one particular uh, thing when you go on a mini rant and you get very, very, and it's not a bad thing. I don't mean rant in a, in a negative way, but you get very, very passionate about it. And then you'll, you'll sometimes switch over to another thing and you'll get very, very passionate about that. And then suddenly you're like, but that's all for today's episode. And there you, you, and this is a, absolutely a good thing. In my opinion, you leave me going, well, wait a minute, we were just getting started. I want to hear the rest of this. I want to hear more about this particular thing. And it makes me want the next episode, not just because I want to hear more about the topic or more about uh, uh, just the whole, but I want to hear more of you being that passionate about something because it'll make me go, he's incredibly passionate about this. I need to be, I need to be better with that with, lost with friends. I need to be better. I need to be this passionate on my stuff, or I need to be this passionate when it comes to writing or anything like that, because as passionate as I am, sometimes I feel like I lose that. And then to hear it in someone else, it kind of sparks me going, that's what I needed. This is the inspiration. So over the, over the little bit of time that I've been catching up on your stuff, I've gotten kind of inspired to go, okay, let's get back into it. Let's, let's be passionate like Andrew is about football. Well, that's a very nice compliment. Uh, I, <laughs> when you say rant, I think that that's a fair assessment. I do tend to get a bit carried away. There, there are certain episodes that I go on quite a lot and I have to edit a fair bit out um, because I just, I, I get carried away and I, yeah, but I've always kind of been that way about anything, anything I'm particularly passionate about. I tend to get on my soapbox and Autumn usually, yeah, I mean, Autumn will say that to me. She'll say, here we go. He's on his soapbox again. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll just be like, right, I'm, I'm Andrew, you're preaching to the choir. I agree with you. Stop, stop arguing with me when I, you know, I agree. So, that I think that's just in my personality. So, um, that's good that it comes across in a in a good way. I hope uh, other people think that too. Those strangers we were referring to. I hope they also um, think that it's a good thing. And I hope I see. I don't know if you have this, but. On SoundCloud, I have this uh, app called Pulse, which basically tells me who's listening and what cities are listening, uh, what countries are listening. And um, I have had a few places in the United States which are uh, regular listeners. They're the same city, so I'm assuming it's the same people. Um, so there, there are people that are re-listening, which I'm, I'm proud of. Um, I wonder if my roughly my city pops up every time. Uh, what's your city again? It would probably come up as either, it would probably come up as Wilkes-Barre, Wilkes-Barre, it would look like B-A-R-R-E, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania would probably come up. I have had Cricklewood. That doesn't sound familiar, but it could be the name of a place in Pennsylvania. We have places, here are some, quickly, here are some names of places legitimately in Pennsylvania. Honeypot, Blue Balls, 
intercourse. Uh, there is literally in Amish country, Amish, you know, the people that don't have mm-hmm. technology or anything, there is a place called Cowshit Lane. Um, like there, you know, like there's a place called Dixon City. Like there's just, mm. there's some really weird names of, of places in Pennsylvania. So I, that one doesn't sound familiar, but it's probably nearby. <laughs> what about, what about Bloomsburg? Is that you guys? That's Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's uh, further South, but yeah, that's Pennsylvania. Okay. So Bloomsburg, maybe that's where they, they have the. Maybe it pings off out. of there or something. Yeah, so if you listen to it in Pennsylvania, it, it comes up as Bloomsburg. So, But uh, yeah, I've had a few people listen from there, so that might be you. And then uh, quite a lot of people from my like hometown and yeah, a few other places. So there are definitely people re-listening, which is, good, which is a good thing. Um, I had that one particular podcast which I told you about, and I was so happy at the time when I, I got the the information that I had like over 80 listens and it was listened to in like 20 different countries. And I was, I was really happy about that. Someone must have shared it and another person must have shared it in order to that to happen. So, um, I was super proud about that and that kind of, that inspired me. And I know that really shouldn't be the inspiration for it. I know it should come from, uh, you know, just watching games and, and, and it does, but it, I must admit, when I saw that self, you know, the uh, the affirmation and the 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 reward of of having that many listeners, it was kind of like, right, I have to produce another one. I have to produce more, and yeah, that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. And I've done ten so far, and today will be my eleventh <clears throat> that we would have recorded. So, I I 100% know what you're talking about. It's you know, I I was speaking with someone earlier and I said about the fact that, you know, uh, cause someone asked me, you know, who does, who does Andrew do this podcast for? Because, you know, you're, as you said, you're an Englishman living here in America now. So do you do the podcast for American listeners? Do you do it for English listeners? And I said, well, he does it for, for any, I would think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I would think you do it for anybody who would listen, preferably just fans of football in general. And I said, who do I, I said to this person, I said, who do I do the Lost show for? And they said, you and your friends. And I said, to a certain extent, yeah. I mean, realistically, it's the same with the wrestling show I do or anything like that. I can easily, like, I can just call my buddy Zach and just be like, like daily or, you know, hey, this is what happened in wrestling this week or whatever. But it got to the point where we just were talking about it so much and and we had that passion that I was like, you know what, let's record this, see, you know, we obviously figured out like a certain format to go along with it or whatever. Same with Lost, but it was, it kind of just started with like, hey, let's talk about this thing we love, record it, because maybe some other people will like to hear it as well. And it's it does sound a bit selfish, but from that that place of wanting to to be a content creator. And I I did an episode a few weeks ago with uh, a friend, uh, Pat, just about the fact that, you know, you, you have to do what you do because you love it. But to get that acknowledgement from people that they love it as well, it's it's not a bad thing at all. Oh, no, no, it's an amazing thing. Like, if anyone is out there that wants to do a podcast and is unsure about it or doesn't have the confidence, I mean, you, you need to look or listen no further than me and Paul. I'm sure Paul also had 
<clears throat> similar issues to me and getting started and obviously his confidence has grown and you know I, even I I mean I listened to his very first one and I see the improvement now it's like night and day my apologies uh, much... for anyone who did listen to that to those early but, ones <laughs> but I mean it's so much better now I mean the not only the sound quality but the recordings the editing is better so you know and plus you get that so, you know you get that uh, acknowledgement of um people listening it's 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 great so you know i would encourage anyone to to do a podcast if they if they they want to do it but they're just and worried of it's, what it's not just you know. podcast if you want to be a youtuber if you want right. to paint a picture yeah. you know what i right. mean like it's it's and if you want to be a photographer anything that you want to do if you if if you and this is my thing and this I, I just said it a moment ago you know it if you like it if it's something you want to do as long as it doesn't harm anyone or anything like that i'm not telling people like go out and hurt someone because it's something you like to do um but if it's something you like to do if it's something you're passionate about again as long as it doesn't hurt you or anyone else chances are there will be at least one other person in the world who likes that thing or who is passionate enough about that thing, you know? And, and with Andrew, his thing is he wanted to, he, he loves, and I've known Andrew for a few years now and he, other than his, I think his wife is the only thing he loves more than football. Maybe, I mean, obviously other family and things like that, but I, I honestly think it, it goes his wife, football, then even lost, I would say in terms of, of the loves of his life. And, I've ever since I first heard him and uh, Andy, our friend, and, and some of the you know the other Cornforth uh, brothers, and and just various people that I've interacted with Andrew with, I just I could see that that passion, and I tend to look at things because I've always wanted to. Be, whether it was you know the fact that I want to be a filmmaker or just I just I've always wanted people to be entertained and to be happy because everyone no matter who you are whether you have clinical depression or whether you have anxiety or you could even just be a quote unquote normal person what is normal of course that's a question for another time but you could even be a quote unquote normal person and not necessarily have any of those things but we all like a distraction once in a while we all that's why we that's why we like television shows and films and podcasts and music and whatever because those are the things that distract us briefly from the crap that we have to go through from you know your daily job your troubles with your family or your relationship or your you know your your siblings or your own kids or whatever they're just little things that for two minutes if it's a song an hour if it's a podcast two hours if it's a film what have you they're little things that distract you from the everyday crap that you go through in life and the fact that anyone in in you know it's 2019 now and for year for the last few years it's been to the point where anyone can make something that someone else can find enjoyable and one of the things that I've noticed in Andrew and in several of our friends over, since I've met like, a, you know, a lot of them like from the, the Losty community and things like that that I've noticed is, wow, 
if this, you know, if you could take this person and their passion and put it out to people, it would be great. That's one of the reasons that I started doing Paul and All in addition to Lost with Friends. Because as much as I love all the Losty friends that I have and whatever, and we have great conversations about Lost, we have, I mean, this is very much a, a, a an infomercial sort of episode and sort of a, again, like almost like I did with Pat a few weeks ago, kind of like a pro content creator episode. But this is almost the kind of conversation that Andrew and I would have in general and to just take it and be like, you know what, why don't we record this and put this out? Or there are times, uh, so we did uh, Lost with Friends the other day and, and I, I haven't finished the edit on it, um, but that'll be going out very soon and, and it'll, some people will, if you listen to that, you'll notice there are a few things where we went off topic from lost a lot. Like we, you know, we did the, the whole thing, like I said earlier about, you know, like, Oh, say the hard R in water or anything, because it's just one of those fun things that in the middle of the, the lost conversation, we just had this fun little side thing. And I thought along with lost with friends, it would be fun to, to let people in on some of these fun conversations or insightful conversations or philosophical conversations that I have with my friends and family because if I like them and if I enjoy them and they like them and they enjoy them chances are other people will as well and like I said with Andrew it's it's been football since I've known him and I'm I gotta say man I'm so glad that you're finally doing this and and the fact that you that you have this show and that you can do especially being you know where you are in in uh, the states you're probably correct me if I'm wrong but you're probably not surrounded by that many fans of soccer so the fact that you can have this the fact that you can you can talk about it you can call up you know Andy or whoever or even just put it out there where you're just like these are things I can't talk to my wife I can't talk to you know any of the neighbors so I'm gonna talk and I believe you actually said that in like the first episode like I'm gonna talk to you guys on the internet and I'm gonna put this out there and these are my feelings the Twitter account is there if you feel the same way you know let me know and it could it could spark a conversation and to me that's no different than you know I don't want to say early days of the internet, but, you know, 10, 15 years ago when people were just like, I like to cook. I'm going to start a, a blog about cooking or I like to do this or I'm going through something right now. My, pa-, You know, people on YouTube who started out where they're just like, my parents argue a lot. I need an escape. I need to just talk to people. So I'm going to talk to this camera and I'm going to upload the videos to YouTube. And then people flock to those because then they go, wow someone else is going through the same thing as me or wow, you know, whatever. This is a, this is a distraction from, from other stuff that's going on. So the fact that you're finally doing this with, with your football podcast and that you have an outlet, let's say to, to talk about it. I am, I am so happy for you, man. Yeah. It's, I, I I definitely am in an area that isn't, uh, by, by any means a place where a football is is considered anything really it's kind of one of those uh, sports people just kind of make passing comments about uh, I remember one time during the World Cup me and Autumn were in a bar and we were the only two people in there watching the game and uh, I heard the two guys behind the bar just saying like oh you know these guys just fall over and that you know they're 
they're like I don't want to use an expletive, but they were they called them pussies, and I was I was just kind of like, okay, I, I see your point of view in some respects, but also have respect for the level of skill and uh, ability that it takes to control a ball with you know in such close quarters. You know, there's so there's so much more to football than just falling over and, and buying fouls. You know, there's things about American football I don't particularly like, but you know, I don't go shouting them out in public and obviously I wouldn't because I'd probably end up with a couple of black eyes um, <laughs> but yeah it does get frustrating sometimes definitely even and to be fair to Autumn she does she does appreciate that sometimes I want to say something like we've watched the game for example she'll just be in and around the house doing whatever she wants to do and she'll know that something would have happened she'll be like oh Andrew you were shouting at the TV and I'll say yeah this happened and and she, you know she'll she'll listen to me and she understands that it's a uh, it's frustrating. So this really is a good outlet for me, and it probably explains even more why the rants are as ranty as they probably are. Because <clears throat> I uh, unfortunately have no one really talking back to me, so I just tend to get a bit carried away and carry on and carry on and carry on. Well, if you've ever listened but, to a solo podcast that I've done on the pollen, the few pollen alls where there aren't guests, you'll hear that I do the same thing. So, yeah, I mean, but it, but I mean, you want that because it would be weird if you didn't continuously keep talking. So, yeah, I I was unsure initially, and I thought I said to Autumn, I thought I don't know if I can do this on my own. I'm going to need guests, and with the time differences, and with not really knowing anyone here that liked football. And even people that do, like, I don't know if you know this, but I play in, I play in an indoor football team here. Uh, but all the guys, they just, they kind of played it at school. They they enjoy playing it, but they don't really know anything about it at all. Like, whenever I say, oh, did you watch the game this morning? You know, because we play on a Sunday and the games are always uh, on a Sunday morning. And they're like, no, I didn't see it. Like, what was the score? And they have a general interest in it, but there's no, I can't really have the type of conversations I want to have with them. Right. So... Yeah, that 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 in itself makes it even more frustrating because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play in this indoor football team. There's got to be at least one or two of them that are really into it. And uh, but no, um, so but I mean, it's still good to play. That's that's something that I've missed as well. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been good for me the podcast for sure. It's good for my mental health too because <clears throat> the weather here is pretty bad and being cooped up in the house and not being able to talk about the things I want to talk about uh, would have just added to that. And that would have just, you know, would have killed me inside. So yeah, it's been, uh, it, it's, it's so much more to me than just a podcast. It has so many more elements to it um, that I hope when people listen to that, they can, they can appreciate and feel that through the way I'm talking. One of the things I wanted to ask you was, and I mean, it's horrible to say, well, you just, you know, you just got over it or, or anything like that. <laughs> but how did you, how did you get over in a, in a sense, the anxiety or the, the fear of just uploading, you know, finally, cause like I said, uh, you know, previously you had recorded a, a, a test episode, a pilot, if you will, and you didn't necessarily like it. And I know that you, kind of said okay maybe I won't do that for a little while and then somehow you got back into you know you decided okay I'm gonna do this and then so basically what I want to know is how did you decide to give it a go once again question one and question two 
how did you finally again I don't want to just say you that you just got over it but how did how did that confidence happen to say you know what I just I, I have to bite the bullet as it were and just upload this well initially once it, it happened quite quickly after we'd spoken actually we'd had that chat that uh that Paul and all episode we did about um I think it was about traveling and our thoughts on the reasons why Americans don't particularly like to travel. And that's, it was that episode we did. And uh, afterwards when we went off mic, uh, we had a, just a private conversation for, for an hour, I think. And we were just talking about, um, the reasons why I wasn't doing my podcast. And so I sat down and I spoke with autumn and I said to her, I'm really kind of struggling to get it started. You know, that, I did uh, a podcast with Andy actually before the World Cup started. So it was way towards the beginning, uh, the start of the summer. And I listened back to it and I was super nervous. I It wasn't funny at all. I wasn't really showing my personality. I wasn't really ranting the way I normally do when I kind of get passionate about something. It just felt very forced and it just wasn't – I just – I, I wasn't proud of it and I didn't want to put anything out that I wasn't proud of. So Autumn said to me, well, what's something you're really, really passionate about right now? And after the World Cup finished, uh, it was around that time of year. I think this was like maybe September, October time. Um, and England were doing well. Uh, they had a great World Cup. And I said, well, I'm really proud of the, what England are doing right now and how we're becoming... Uh, a good football nation again. We're actually, you know, we've actually got a team we can be proud of for once for a long time. And she said, well, why don't you just talk about that? You know, and don't think about being on mic, just think about what you want to say. And so I wrote down a kind of a script and then I just kind of went off on a rant and, um, and then, yeah, I was, and then Autumn listened back to it and said, Andrew, you know what? That's actually, it's not bad at all. It's actually quite good. Like, you know, and so, she said, Andrew, you should post it. And she, I'm not to say Autumn forced me to do it because she's, she's kind of pushed me to do things in the past like that. She fought me while she, she almost posted the other one where I did with Andy for me. Um, so, you know, it was off my own volition. I decided, you know, what, I'm going to post it. And then I kind of shared it with a few friends and yourself and Andy and Tony Cornforth and, uh, you know, some other, some other really close friends back home and, they all were like, you know, Andrew, this is actually pretty good. And, you know, there's certain things you can work on and improve, but um, that was a good rhythm to it and it didn't last too long. And considering you're on your own, it was, you know, a lot of dialogue, but it was uh, it, it was good. And so I thought, you know what? OK, well, there's a, another set of Premier League fixtures coming up this weekend. So I'm just going to try another one. And then I did a, a weekend review just talking about the games and my thoughts on everything that had happened and certain teams and I found then I kind of found myself being a bit more relaxed and I was enjoying it and then it just kind of snowballed from there I've had a couple of weeks here and there where I I just don't have the inspiration for it some maybe the games weren't that good or you know there's not been a lot of uh headlines in the news or anything there's not really been any like big moves like managerial departures or um, any sort of controversies to talk about so it's been difficult to generate um some some podcasts some weeks 
and I tried not to put too much pressure on myself. I, I've tried not to be like, all right, Andrew, you have to post one Monday, for example, after the weekend, then I post one Wednesday, and then you know post a Friday one. I've tried not to put too much pressure on myself. I feel like that will come eventually. So I'm just kind of when I get the inspiration and when I'm feeling very passionate about something, I'll sit down, I'll write out a script, and then you know I'll, I'll record for half an hour, and then I'll just. I'll post it. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, there's still definite improvements I can make. I think I feel there are, you know, I feel like sometimes the sound quality is a little bit off or I haven't adjusted the, you know, the sound is, is just a bit strange or tinny or, you know, there's, there's certain things that I can definitely improve on. Well, that's but, basic yeah. learning curves. Like you said, even listening yeah. to, to my early ones, they're a lot different than what they are now and I, i'm it's funny there's uh there's other quote unquote more professional podcasts that i've listened to there's one or two in particular that are like uh, professional wrestling based and they have now i you know i record mine over skype and even when i do the show with zach often he's on skype there are ones where i've heard Again, these are profession, you know, professionally produced or relatively professionally produced. They're put out there by professional podcast networks, and they just have the person on the phone. The other person, like you know, they have somebody call in, and they're just like, "Oh, all right, we're gonna have a conversation." And the the host is there, and you hear them, you know, in incredibly clear quality. They're they're talking into the microphone, and perhaps it's going through a sound mixer or whatever. But then the other person, it legitimately sounds like they're on the phone. And like on my one of the one local news channel, they have a a thing. And I I think some other channels do this around the country. I don't know if it's a a wide thing or even if they do this over in England or anything. But like they have a thing where it's like call in and we'll play, you know, like, uh, you know, somebody going like, you need to fix the potholes in this area or something. (laughs) And they, you know, they have old man Jones talking about the fact that, you know, you need to fix the potholes or I'm sick of the city council not working on on you know having a parade for this or whatever you know what have you and it sounds very poor quality because it sounds like they just held the phone up to at the time you know it would have been an answering machine or or whatever you know it just sounds like they're just play you know they press play on the on the voicemail thing and hold that up to a microphone and i think about the fact that that's you know the the quality that certain professional podcasts are putting out there and i feel like a lot of times my quality, it's not the best on any of the shows. I feel it's greatly improved, and I feel like it is, you know, a, a, a qual- it's a quality that I'm proud of. Again, I could be better, you know, but it's definitely a quality of, of show that I'm, that I'm proud of, like sound quality-wise and, and whatever. Um, but no, I, 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 that's amazing, the fact that, you know, like you said, like you're not putting any pressure on yourself, and the fact that, you know, like, it's just a matter of when the inspiration hits, you know, you you do the episode. And I think that's very important. One other question I want to ask you, and this kind of goes along with the inspiration thing. I know you. We're good friends. We follow each other and we're friends with each other on various social media things. I know for a fact you're a fan of Nottingham Forest and you post or repost a lot about them. So it's kind <laughs> yeah, of, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's kind of a two part question. One, is it difficult to, I mean, you're not a, I don't want to say you're not a journalist, 
but like there isn't necessarily you don't necessarily have to have a level of journalistic integrity because you are a show with you know opinions and it's it's a fan's perspective in a sense is it difficult to have a balance of you know whether there's a team i don't know who forest's biggest rival is or whatever but like if they had you know if their if their big rival did good even in a game against them or not is it is it difficult to talk positively about them and part 2 of the question is you're always posting forest news so is it difficult to not just say well guys like you said like sometimes there's not there's just not interesting stuff happening in the world of football have you ever said well there may not be interesting stuff happening in the rest of football but forest did this i'm going to dedicate a half hour to that i have thought about doing some information on forest obviously because i am very well aware of everything that's going on and I have a, a history with the team and I, I obviously that's, I mean, there's a hell of a lot more passion for the way I feel about Nottingham Forest than there is <clears throat> of the other clubs that I speak about on my podcast, even though I am passionate about uh, football in general. So I have thought about it, but I kind of made a promise to myself that I wouldn't talk about Forest purely because I didn't want to have any level of bias. So I have mentioned a couple of times I've name dropped Forrest in my podcast talking about how I support them, but I've never really gone on topic. I, uh, in terms of Derby, I mean, most of the stuff I talk about is in the Premier League and Derby, a big Forest's biggest rivals are in uh, and in the same league as Forest in the championship. And that isn't something I generally talk about. I might talk about the promotion race, because obviously the teams that come up from the from Forest League will eventually be in the Premier League, uh, so I might talk about that at the back end of the season. But and if Forest are involved in that, which they might well be, they're doing pretty well at the moment. Then I will talk about them. But I kind of try not to talk about Forest um, if I if I can really, because yeah, I, and I don't think there's as much of a market for it. I think people really like to hear about the big league and I think they like to hear about the best players. And so that's really what I try and stick to. Okay. Cause I know, like you said, you know, you don't necessarily want to have that bias, but again, like I said, it's, it's one of those things where it's an opinion based thing. You know what I mean? It's not like you, in a way I under I completely understand, you know, you want to have a thing where you just talk about football in general and you don't want it to just be, you know, yeah, well, uh, Darby did this or Chelsea did this, but Forrest, which is my team, you know, they're the best and, and they're going to win once again, one day. I'm just, you know what I mean? Like you don't want to do that because that's mm-hmm. way too on the other side of it. I was just curious how you, how you've been handling that sort of thing. Because like I said, I know, the way you share news, there seems to be always something happening with Forrest. <laughs> so. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and plus it's it's it, it has a personal... So, you know, every game is, is big for me. You know, we win, we lose, we draw. You know, that's, that's, that's news for me. That's because, you know, if we draw, it's like, oh, we're a point close. If we win, it's like, oh, we're three points close. And if our rivals lose, then, we, we, you know, we're, we're in the playoff picture. And uh, we've, we recently had a change of manager as well. So, I mean, it's been pretty hectic for Forrest uh, the last three or four months, to be honest. There's been a lot of changes. And, uh, and yeah, it, but it, I, again, it's one of those things that I'm probably so passionate about it that I'd probably 
I'd feel like I was on my soapbox and I wouldn't really give a, a balanced argument. I would kind of just be very much one way. And I, I don't think people really want to listen to that. So I'll stick to my forest rants uh, with Autumn and she'll just have to put up with them. That's that's basically what she uh, what she promised when she married me. That's what is it for better, for worse? That's my worst. <laughs> for so. better or worse and forest yeah. rants. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my worst. So, yeah, she has to deal with that, unfortunately. Um, so I believe we are getting to the point where the we're going to be wrapping up. Uh, momentarily on here but if we if we haven't done it enough already just in terms of just generally talking about football talking about your passion for football what other way would you would you say to someone who may not necessarily be the biggest football fan because I have to say and and I I completely get it and this isn't necessarily a negative your show is for fans of football, right? Like that. And I mean, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Our show that we do lost with friends is for fans of the TV series lost. Whenever people tell me, Oh, you know, I've never watched that show, but I I think I might start watching it and listening to your podcast. I always tell them, I say, don't listen to the podcast the first time you watch it through because we spoil a lot because the show is like I said earlier, kind of for, you know, me and my friends, what okay i don't know if i want to say what do you have planned but do you have i guess having me maybe on the show might be the way to do it but do you have a a a way that someone who isn't who may not necessarily be a fan of football but perhaps after listening to this they might be interested in listening to your show do you have a way that they might kind of be able to uh to get in on on behind the ball which is the name of the show i don't think we've actually said that this entire time um (laughs) but do you have a a way that they might be able to get in to the podcast uh and not necessarily be a football fan well i mean short answer to that is no but (laughs) i'm because well because like we said it is a show for football fans right so my podcast is pretty much aimed at people with some degree of existing knowledge, I'll be honest, because um, I refer to a lot of previous statistics and previous history, uh, player profiles, and so on and so on. And, and in order to really understand it, you probably have to have some level of base knowledge. What I would encourage, though, and I hope that people, if they do choose to listen to my podcast, even if they just choose to listen to one episode, I would hope that through listening and, and hearing the passion in my voice, that football is a sport worth at least giving a go. You know, if there's a game on the TV, I just encourage you to just watch watch the full game and just try and appreciate the different sides of football. Like, I, I we're going to talk about it more in, in my podcast, uh, and I'm sure you'll share it, so they'll, they'll get to listen to that anyway. But I think for an American audience, that it's it's culturally very different to what they're used to in terms of the sports that they watch. So, for example, you know, the, the, the 45 minutes that they play first half, you know, there's no stoppages, there's no timeouts. It's just a 45 minutes of constant play. Also, there are rules really to, to make it harder to score, which I, I think a lot of Americans don't appreciate and don't like. Um, again, we'll go into that into more detail in, in my podcast. And I think... Yeah, there's a lot of reasons why you shouldn't, why an American wouldn't watch it, but I would just encourage you to at least give it a go. I mean, 
now there are games on so many different channels. Again, we're going to talk about this in my podcast, but NBC airs a, a game every week, and that is free-to-air television. They always air a game on Saturday evening at 11.30. So the, the, it's readily available for you if you if you know it's there. So I would watch a game uh, and just... I, I don't know why you wouldn't like it. I mean, I, it's different. That's, that, that's, I really shouldn't really actually shouldn't say that because for me, it's something I grew up with. I went to my first game with my dad when I was like five years old and it's just something that's ingrained in in me and it and it, it keeps a link between me and my dad. So it's kind of one of them things that means more to me than, than just the sport itself. But it's just a passion that I have and it's a sport that I think is, you know, it's a great sport and it, and the proof is in the pudding in many ways because it's the most watched sport in the world it's the most popular sport in the world so it you know it's not as if i'm the only person that's trying to preach to you to watch it it's also so, it's also yeah. a matter of it's anything again it's very much like with if anybody has a passion for anything you know it's it's worth going after that passion it's also worth trying to watch this thing because you might end up it's it's just like with any food you know you could say your entire life oh i don't like broccoli and then you (laughs) eat broccoli and you may find out it's your favorite food it could be the same with with football or soccer if you're an american and you want to continue to be that way uh (laughs) you know if you if you watch it you might end up liking it and to transition us sort of into the end of this episode, if they end up watching it, Andrew, and they would like to, uh, if, if they're not, maybe they're not sure, you know, what they're watching or some of the rules or anything like that, or if they would like to get in contact with you to maybe, you know, start that dialogue and say, hey, you know what, I, I, I kind of liked it. You know, I, I would be interested in finding out more you're someone obviously open to talking with anybody about football. Where can they find you on social media if they decide that they want to take that next step? Well, I have a personal account on Twitter, which is at Nesto25. Uh, I also have a Behind the Ball official account, and you can find that under at behind underscore the underscore ball. So it's at behind underscore the underscore ball. And I regularly tweet from that account, um, just breaking news, uh, my opinions. I put out a poll this morning between two young players that are potentially trying to get in the England squad. So uh, I'm regularly interacting on that. So you can always uh, tweet me from there. It's probably the best option. Um, Say it it again one more time. What is it? It's at behind underscore the underscore ball. So difficult for him to say easier for us to type. That's I was giving you the cue. To, I was trying to set oh, you up for that. <laughs> sorry. I'll, I'm, hope, I'm hoping to, to have something like that for when we do my podcast, I'm going to say, uh, and then you're going to say, yeah. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> but no, yeah. Uh, you can, you can reach me on there. And I, like, like Paul said, I'm more than happy to talk about football. It's something I'm very passionate about. It's something I always try and encourage people to watch to at least give a go. You know, I've, I've watched American football to try and integrate myself with uh, my family and uh, Autumn's, you know, nephews and uncles and brothers-in-law. You know, they're always sitting there every time we go around for, you know, Sunday lunch or whatever to see family. They're always sitting there watching the games. And I I always try and uh, get involved in the conversation. I know a few players' names that I can kind of carry conversation. And uh, I did that 
to, to try and integrate myself. I'm not saying that you obviously need to integrate yourself into football because you don't live in England, but it's kind of, it's a sport that is well worth watching. Just give it a chance. And if you don't like it, that's fine, but at least give it a chance. He watches American football for us. He lives in America for, well, his wife, really. But if he's willing to do those things, I think we can all be willing to at least give football or soccer again uh, a chance. So you can find him at Nesto25, at behind underscore the underscore ball. You can find me uh, at Clock Shelves. That's C-L-O-C-K-S-H-E-L-V-E-S. Andrew, thank you so much for being on here and talking with me about podcasting and football and passion and all that sort of stuff. It's always fun talking with you. As you know, we talk uh, we talk often, and I'm glad when we actually get to, to do this. And like I said, even just in describing your podcast, I, I heard the passion for not only football, but for talking about football. And like I said, that's one of my favorite things. So once again, thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I always enjoy being on Paul and All, Lost with Friends, any Clock Shelves uh, podcast. I've even appeared on uh, Wrestling Renegade. So um yeah, I am always available and, and willing to be on any of those great podcasts. And you can find out more information about those p- other podcasts. Again, Clock Shelves, C-L-O-C-K-S-H-E-L-V-E-S on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's going to be it for this episode of Paul and All. Thank you for listening, everybody. Take care.